1: I love it that it is simple yet so concise. The beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. The words of Mark 1 and verse 1. Thank you to our J-Web and greetings to everyone. We love this broadcast today as it is part of our Are You Studying series. This is where we take an expository approach to the scripture. We take a chapter or maybe a segment of a chapter and look at the text that we may grow in our studies. And our study today is from Mark chapter 1, beginning with verse 9. Now, if there are other broadcasts in these series that you have not heard, you can let us know which broadcast that you are looking for, and we will make that available. Please go to internationalgospelhour.com, again, that's internationalgospelhour.com, and click on the contact tab and leave us a message, and we will make them available to you. And, dear friends, to complement our study today, we would like to send you another study, absolutely free. So, before we begin with our studies from Mark chapter 1, beginning with verse 9, please hear our J. Webb as he will tell us about our free Bible study course by mail.
0: Kind listeners, the International Gospel Hour offers absolutely free a Bible study course by mail so you may study in the privacy of your own home please call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988 and leave your name, address, and just say, I want the home study. That's it. Again, call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988 and please leave your name, address, and just say, I want the home study. You may also go to our website at internationalgospelhour.com Click on the Contact tab and leave us the same information, name, address, and type, Please send the home study. We'll send it as soon as possible. Thanks always for your interest in the things of God. And now, back to Jeff. Beginning with
1: Mark chapter 1, let's look at verses 9 through 11, and then we'll consider this part of the text. It came to pass in those days that Jesus came forth from Nazareth of Galilee and was baptized by John in the Jordan. And immediately coming up from the water, he saw the heavens parting and the Spirit descending upon him like a dove. Then a voice came from heaven, You are my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. Now, dear friends, in Matthew's account of this text in Matthew three thirteen through 17 Matthew tells us that John at the first forbid to baptize Jesus that rather it should be Jesus baptizing John. But in that study of Matthew 3, Matthew tells us of Christ's reason for baptism. Jesus said, Suffer it to be so now. In other words, allow this to be, for this it becometh us to fulfill all righteousness. So we're able to fulfill the righteousness of God as Jesus was baptized of John. Dear friends, when we consider this text, we understand that the heavens parting, the Spirit descending upon Him like a dove, and how the voice from heaven says, You are my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. Dear friends, may we submit to you that baptism in this day and age must also please the Father, must be in the name of Christ, thus by His authority, to fulfill all righteousness according to God from whom righteousness comes. When we obey the gospel of Christ, as we note in Romans 1 and verse 16, then Paul said, I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. He continues in verse 17 and says, For therein, therein where? The gospel. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith, for as it is written, the just shall live by faith. Well, we live by the faith of the righteousness of God, and we are to be obedient to His teaching. And so my serving first must submit to the Master, Jesus Christ. If I am going to serve Him, then I must be pleasing to Him. In Matthew twenty-eight eighteen through 20 when Jesus and all power is given unto me in both heaven and in earth, Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I command you, and lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the age. Well, my serving first must submit to the Master. When I look in Mark sixteen sixteen and see Jesus says concerning the gospel, He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. He that believeth not shall be condemned, then if I am going to believe in him, I am going to be baptized into Christ. Was that not what they were told on the day of Pentecost in Acts 2 and verse 38? To repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of your sins? Now, dear friends, it's interesting to note that in the baptism of Christ with John, how Christ came up from the water... That's very similar to the eunuch in Acts chapter 8 and verse 39, who, along with Philip, came up out of the water. Well, dear friends, you've got to go down into the water in order to come up out of the water. Baptism is a word that means to be immersed. It's a burial. That is taught clearly from Romans 6, 3 through 6, and Colossians 2 and verse 12. The scriptures are clear, dear friends, that baptism into Christ cannot be accomplished by being sprinkled, or having water poured upon us, that baptism is an immersion. We learn a lot from this text not to be baptized like Jesus was according to John's baptism, because John's baptism finally did not have its effectiveness. It served a period of time, but isn't it interesting that those in the first six verses of Acts 19 were baptized by John's baptism? But yet... Jesus, or rather Paul, said that John barely baptized concerning his repentance or concerning repentance, but now we're taught to follow Jesus Christ? In other words, they were baptized by John's baptism at a time that John's baptism was not effective. It's interesting when we study the text together to see God's will for our lives. Let's think on these things. Now, let's look at verses 12 and 13 of Mark 1 This is after the baptism of Christ that immediately the spirit drove him into the wilderness and he was there in the wilderness 40 days tempted by satan and was with the wild beast and the angels ministered unto him Now dear friends we can also learn of this in Matthew the 4th chapter But when we think about uh, when we think about the pressure of satan here in this text we see the prophecy of John fulfilled in chapters 2 through 8. And we see of the preaching of John. We also see in the life of Christ the pressure of Satan. Now, look at this text, how the Spirit drove him into the wilderness. This is a strong term that is related to the demons that were sent out or driven out by Christ in Mark one thirty-four through 39. It was immediate, and when the Spirit would drive him into the wilderness that this was a time in the life of Christ, of which he was in the wilderness 40 days. He was tempted by Satan. Dear friends, we are brought into trials and various testings and temptations as Christians, but God's testing will always allow us a passing grade if we but pursue you see, in 1 Corinthians ten thirteen, the Bible says, No temptation has overtaken you except such as is common to man. But God is faithful who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able, but with the temptation will also make the way of escape that you may be able to bear it. Now, folks, this verse does not say, God does not put more on you than you can bear. That's not what it says. It says, God will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able. But with the temptation will also make the way of escape that you may be able to bear it. God will provide. So, when we note the temptations of Jesus, we are reminded from Hebrews 4, verses 14 through 16, how Jesus was tempted as we are, yet without sin. He understands the temptations that his children go through. And he is able to help us, as we note again from Hebrews 4:14 4, through 16 Satan will go after those that he does not have. 1 Peter 5 and verse 8 reminds us that he is like a roaring lion walking about seeking whom he may devour. But, according to James 4, verse 7, when Satan, the devil, is resisted with God's help, he will flee. There are times, dear friends, that I feel a temptation coming upon me that I will pray to God. And as, as I can see Satan walking and leaving away, fleeing. Dear friends, when we learn from this time in the life of Christ, from Mark one twelve and 13... As one is obedient and serves the Lord, the Lord will provide and strengthen one as one continues to serve. Now, dear friends, let's quickly look at verses 14 and 15 of Mark chapter 1 of the preaching of the gospel of the kingdom. Not only would Jesus heal the sick, but His main purpose was to seek and save the lost in Luke 19.10. Later in Mark 1 and verse 38, he said, Let us go into the next towns that I may preach there also, for therefore came I forth. Luke's account in Luke 4 and verse 15 speaks that the preaching of Christ was glorified at all. And when Jesus in Mark 1, 14 and 15 was preaching the gospel of the kingdom of God, he said, The time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. The kingdom being at hand meant that it was to approach, it draws nigh. How thankful we are to see that His kingdom was set up. There were those in Colossians 1.13 who were translated into the kingdom of His dear Son, and the assurance of 1 Corinthians 15.24 that He will come again and His kingdom will rise up. And the gospel being preached always includes the kingdom We see that from the preaching of Philip in Acts 8 and verse 12. And dear friends, our servant Jesus Christ has that message, and we must keep in mind our purpose. And dear friends, when we look at the preaching of the gospel of the kingdom, how there are those who can be added to that kingdom, the church, this very day. What a great opportunity that we can spend time in our You Studying series. And dear friends, we will continue these thoughts at another time from the book of Mark. Thank you for joining me today on the International Gospel Hour. Please tune in each and every time that you can hear us. We look forward to it. I'm Jeff Archie, and dear friends, keep listening. God be with you, still
0: be with you. Thank you for listening to our broadcast today. We hope first that it glorified God, but second, we hope that it edified you. Listen to it again if you need to, or to other lessons in this series by going to the Media tab at our site. InternationalGospelHour.com.